Welcome all you Plus 2 Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus 2 Comedy Podcast. I'm your host as always, TV's Noah Houlihan, and before we get to our fantastic episode with Alejandro Morales, I have to tell you about some upcoming shows. This very Thursday, March 17th, that's St. Paddy's Day, I will be hosting stand-up comedy at the Kennett Flash. That's 102 Sycamore Alley, Kennett Square, Pennsylvania. I will be hosting a fantastic show headlined by the legendary Wid. So please come spend your St. Paddy's Day with me. Doors open at 7 o'clock. Show starts at 8. But if you want to see all of Plus 2 Comedy, I recommend you come to John Con at Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore, Maryland, April 1st through the 3rd. Yes, we will be returning to John Con. It's one of our favorite cons to do. We will be doing stand-up comedy and our new panel, Game the Gamer, formerly known as Cutthroat Gaming, along with a bunch of other fun stuff. So please come see us April 1st through the 3rd. Now, if you can't make that one, I highly recommend you come see us at the Castle Point Anime Convention at the Stevens Institute of Technology in Hoboken, New Jersey on April 24th. We will be doing some stand-up comedy there, along with a little bit of cosplay pro wrestling. So please, come see us April 24th. Plus, this episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Sal Rastigar. Now, I'm not sure if you guys have heard, but we have filmed the pilot for Game the Gamer, formerly known as Cutthroat Gaming. And I needed a voiceover guy just to do a few pickups for this show, and the name Sal Rastigar was floated to me. And at first I was like, I don't want to get an outside guy, but I checked out his website, salrastigar.com, and checked out his reel, and he's a really good actor. He does a lot of, like, mob parts, but the range on this guy is actually really, really strong. He's really really intimidating and it looks like he was actually in from dust till dawn the series so the man's got the credits he knows what he's doing so i actually recommend that you check him out you can go to salrastegar.com that's s-a-l-r-a-s-t-e-g-a-r.com and you can see his reel there you can see what everyone's talking about when it comes to this guy so check out salrastegar.com s-a-l-r-a-s T-E-G-A-R dot com. You'll be happy that you did. And now, without any further ado, take it away, Kirby Crackle. Who's ready for a podcast? They have their mouth full of sushi, but they're ready. Who's here to do other things and is currently being annoyed by a podcast? (laughs) Yeah. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, as always, TV's Noah Houlihan. We're recording live from Nerdvana, that's 3003 English Creek Avenue in Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey. I am joined, as always, by the Professor X to my Magneto, Mr. Will Liam. How you doing, Will? You think you're Michael Fassbender in this? Oh no, definitely. Uh, oh, uh, the old guy. Yeah, all right. I, we, I, that's kind of our relationship. Yeah, Patrick I'm, Stewart. I've been knighted. Have you, Ian McKellen? Oh yeah, no, Sir have, Ian McKellen. <laughs> have you been knighted, or are you? Our guest this week is the host of the comedy rap battle show. Eat your beats. Give it up 
for Alejandro Morales. I'm glad Hello. that you were also doing the I, 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 I thing, because the rest of you would have been terrible racist <laughs> if he wasn't also doing I made it that. okay. How you doing, Alejandro? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for coming on the show. Now, we like to start with an icebreaker question. Okay. This is a question left by one of our past guests, and I pulled okay. it out at random. Okay. And this actually comes from Sean Houlihan. If you could be any animal, what would you be, and what would your animal name be? My animal name? Yes. I think I would want to be like a bat because bats are like cute, but they can also fly and they're a little scary. And uh, I'm thinking like Ralph. Ralph. <laughs> Ralph the bat. Right? I don't know if, he, if I would say bats are the cutest flying animal. I, are they not? Well, what kind I guess of flying squirrels are I, cuter? I like the bats with like the dog nose, not the bat oh. with the nightmare nose. Yes, no, I agree. I agree right, with the right. skull we, nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah cute I'm, nose bat. That, yeah, is that a technical term? Bats. I would like to be the cute nose bat. All right. Well, well, what is more important to you? Is it the the flight or the cuteness? Oh my God, they're both like equally important. It would have, it would be important to be adorable. Also important to have the power of flight. Okay. Well, yeah. if you're a bat, flight's critical to your survival. Sure. Yeah, they don't root for food, do they? They don't cute for food. <laughs> they don't. I'm just saying if you were willing to trade off, you could be a sugar glider. That would really raise the cuteness. Oh, okay. But that's more of gliding than yeah. flying. Do yeah. they exist for real? I just think they're a pet store animal at this point. Well, if you've seen them at a pet store. <laughs> yeah, but like. That exists in reality. But they're not like a real animal out in the wild. Oh, you thought that we just bred yeah. Like hamsters that have We domesticated legs. flying squirrels. I'd buy one. Well, then cute is more important than your flight ability. You know, you, you guys have really caused me to <laughs> to do some deep soul searching about what I really want out of life. Do I want to be cute or do I want to fly? This is a very important question. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I think I want to fly. Yeah, I'd go flight too. Well, what are you thinking, Will? What animal would you be? Uh, I, I'd probably be one of those uh, armored animals. <clears throat> Like an armadillo? Armadillo, a hedgehog, an alligator snapping turtle. Did something with armor. Yeah, just don't come near me, I guess. <laughs> and what would your name be? Ooh, Spike. That's especially good if you're an armadillo and not a hedgehog. <laughs> None of the things with spikes. <laughs> I always wanted to go duck. Hmm. Duck? Yeah. We were just talking about how ducks were big in the uh, in the cartoon 80s, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'd like to be Launchpad McQuack if I had to be an animal. And my name would be Launchpad McQuack. Yep. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you didn't say cartoon animal. Yeah. I mean, we're going to be a cartoon animal. Anthropomorphic animal. Yeah. Well, you guys should get more creative. No, I want to be... Oh, <laughs> and, and steal a Disney franchise like I did. Can I be Guardians of the Galaxy star Howard the Duck? Really? You're going to go Guardians of the Galaxy and you're not going to go Rocket? Nope. All right. Interesting Howard choice. the Duck. I right. wanted to steal your duck thing. All right. Good Good call. Good call. I think the ice is sufficiently broken. Yeah, So, definitely. Alejandro, uh, we have to ask you the two big comedy questions since sure. you're a comedian. Hit me. How long have you been doing comedy? Six years. Six years. Mm -hmm. Most people get that question wrong when we started this bit, and now everyone's nailing it. Yeah. We, we had this terrible like problem where we'd ask that question, and then they would say their age. Oh, it was like, how long have you been doing comedy? Oh, like, since I was 18. It's like, I have no idea what that means. I yeah. think I think maybe just Neil Carroll got it wrong, and that's... <laughs> we just, we've just compared been... him to all comics. <laughs> yeah. That's quite possible. 
Yeah, I've been doing. Tough one. Yeah, hit me. How would you describe your comedy style? My comedy style, I would say, um, a lot of first-person stories, uh, a little bit of self-deprecation. Uh, also, you, we've covered this, but it's important to be adorable. I think it's important <laughs> to be cute. Very important. Not a lot of good uh, second-person stand-up comedians. No, no, not that really. Tell, that tell stories about what the audience is doing. <laughs> You are sitting here. You are watching me awkwardly. You're not laughing. I also get, I guess flight wouldn't help comedy a whole bunch if uh, you're doing cute you know, versus flight. Yeah, exactly. For See? comedy. No, no. Yeah. Flight wouldn't help you be a better comic. No. Unless so, the show was going poorly and you'd just be like... <laughs> just <leave. laughs> Flap, 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 flap. I don't think it would be, oh my god, he flew. It was hilarious. It was like, it was really awkward, so he left, but he flew away. <laughs> that part was really yeah, cool. People, I could you know, see him look like bomb yeah, like, again, so I could see I that would see him fly. bomb again to watch him fly away in an humiliation. <laughs> it's a verse to comedy. <laughs> yeah, you know, the first people, the first thing people remember is the last thing that they see, so they'd be like, the comedy, I don't remember what his bits were, but yeah. that guy flew. He flew away. It's <laughs> great. It's amazing. I, I mean, in writing jokes, there's never been a time where it's been like, oh, I, this punchline would work so much better if I flew at the end. <laughs> I was three feet off the ground. Darn. Yeah, I gotta write something else. <laughs> I just picture some stand-up comic, like, in his basement. His wife's, like, screaming at him to come upstairs. <laughs> He's, like, building wings so he can be a better comedian. <laughs> this is gonna kill, I promise. <laughs> so, like, if if Batman, instead of using... He didn't want to strike fear into the hearts of criminals, but comedy. Right, yeah. Yeah, well, I think, you know, what what embarrassing comedy can do to you, you know? You can really... You can paralyze an entire crowd with... But he still builds like a grappling hook and wings, and he's like, I don't, I don't know. I, there's something here. <laughs> Were we talking about a, a superhero comedian recently? And he watched his parents die, and by no, that he meant yeah. they just bombed real bad on stage yeah. that one time. He hates audiences. He, he hates, hates audiences. Is that his, his never-ending battle yeah. against audiences? Wow. <laughs> I think that's something that we can relate to. <laughs> He stops all those audiences that commit crimes. Mm -hmm. I think he beat up hecklers. I don't know. I remember this conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That guy, is, that superhero is fast. He really knows how to outrun the light. <laughs> Stand-up comedy humor. <laughs> That's a good like comic book noise for after a <laughs> joke. <laughs> good splash page. Good. <laughs> so what drew you to comedy? Why, why did you decide to get into the game? Well, I, uh, I have a film degree okay. that's collecting dust and tears. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm in my basement, and uh, after I graduated from film school, uh, it turns out it costs a lot of money to make a movie. Like, a lot. A lot. A lot. And uh, so I wanted to keep on being creative and, and working creatively, so I uh, got into stand-up comedy because there's no overhead. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and, and I just, and I fell in love from there. See, I thought that too, but then I spent a thousand dollars on podcasting equipment that I just drag around with yeah. me. Any anything will find a way to into your pocket. This is America. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had no idea how much a microphone costs. <laughs> so you went to film school? I did. I went to the University of the Arts. Any any good student projects that have yet to see the light of day? Oh that... my God! My yes, my one senior project. It's about this guy's um penis, and right. it all right. It becomes sentient. Mm. Um, and it and it ends up like tormenting him until he like cuts it off like i was like a film okay. yeah, of course like typical film student like oh yeah he cuts it off it's like he self-castrates it's like he administers <laughs> his own like sexual reassignment surgery so it's like a piece about gender 
Do 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 I know the actor that played the penis? Do you know? No, I don't think so. Because it never made we it that had far. Someone on this show, I'm positive, who played that, a, that told me that he played some male genitalia that's in, a, in a student film. No, we made a puppet. We I, I got as far as making a puppet that I made out of like a thermal, like a sleeve of a long sleeve thermal thermal shirt, and then like we, I don't know, and we stuffed some like foam up into some. I don't know. It was. It looked pretty. <laughs> I mean, you know, it looked as ugly as any penis you've ever mm-hmm, seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't get to finish. You know, my, my teacher was like, uh, you know, I, I, I showed him the uh, anim- animatic and he was like, who do you want to irritate with this movie exactly? <laughs> <laughs> Society. <laughs> yeah, that's what I told you. That is the correct answer. You have my blessing. <laughs> Did he just say that to everyone? It's like, I'm thinking about making this romantic comedy. Who do you plan to irritate with this? <laughs> Sounds like every film teacher yeah, d- in America. that get dragged to it? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, my blessing. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Thank you. I still want to make it. Do you still have the puppet? You know what? I don't know how, but I lost the puppet. How do you lose track of something like that? Yeah. that that's, I should have treasured it. I should have framed it, and it was a pretty amazing... Did you, did you say you were married? No. Oh, I was to say, that's, that's usually how those things... <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know what happened to the box with You're your penis, my puppet, penis puppet, honey. <laughs> <laughs> it's right next to my Dungeons and Dragons books. Have you seen any of that? No, it's all gone. Yeah, yeah, it was right next to the, you know that album with all the pictures of my ex in it. I, it's all gone. Ooh, it's I weird know. that I stored all those things together <laughs> on your request. <laughs> yeah, the, I didn't tell you the basement flooded on your stuff. <laughs> we don't have a basement. It was really horrible. So that's how badly the flood was. Yeah, now, because of the flood. <laughs> yeah, now. <laughs> it's all filled in now. Mm-hmm. Now, you also do a, a show called Eat Your Beats. Tell I, us about Eat Your Beats. All right, Eat Your Beats is uh, is now a regular monthly show for good, good comedy, um, which will soon have a theater in the summer. Yeah, what's uh, up, good, good? What happened? I, said, I was just shouting out good, good. Oh, good, 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 good comedy. So, um, basically, it's, it's an hour-long... Uh, comedy, rap battle, food themed game show, where uh, mostly comedians uh, they have to rap about uh, different food situations. For example, uh, last night we had a showcase for IFC, and uh, I had a John Del Colo, a Philadelphia stand-up comedian, uh, did a game where he presented people with scenarios. And it was called uh, Place Your Order. So he'd, he'd give you the scenario, and then you'd have to rap for 30 seconds based on the scenario. Like, for example, he was like, you just moved to a new city. You're starving for some KFC. You drive up to the KFC. Turns out it's a KFC combination Taco Bell. Place your order. <laughs> Which is, I mean, like, it's a real situation that people can relate to. So that's... And so then, that- and then the, just based on that, they have to have... 30, 30 seconds, seconds and then I play, I'm yeah. pretty sure all I would do is repeat that. Yeah, that one <laughs> almost sounded... Just move to the new city for some KFC. <laughs> Turns out it's a combination KFC Taco Bell. Oh my god, you are talented. <laughs> yeah. You are good. I wish I had a cigar between my teeth right now, like, you are going to be a star. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be so yeah, it's a, it's, it's a fantastic and a fun show, and it was uh, it was born as a um, at a New Year's Eve party where a bunch of people were, were doing... Made, they made up a song called Ham and Cheese... What, what, ham and cheese, that's what's up. And they just rapped about that for five minutes, and I thought it was the funniest thing ever. So I pitched it as a um, a nine-minute bit at the first uh, $5 comedy week, and it, it was a big hit, so we re- we did it again as a uh, 
hour-long show, and we've done like six or seven now, and it's been going for like two years, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Who are you trying to irritate with it? <laughs> Society. <laughs> Mom and Dad. Love me! <laughs> this sounds like such a, like, a fake story. Like, I was at a party, and everyone was rapping about food. We did a bit about it. People demanded we turn it into a show, and now it's been running for a while. Yeah. I, it's all true. It's all true. Yeah, and our next show is uh, March 25th. Uh, okay. Tickets available at goodgoodcomedy.com. <laughs> Who's on this show? This uh, this show coming up, we got uh, nine people. Uh, John Lalu, uh, Sidney Gant, Pete Steele. Um, uh, oh, my gosh. Now I'm, I'm blanking. <laughs> and my phone is dead, but like it's a it's a great it's a great and we have a guest judge this month who does a food blog. Uh, her name uh, she, called uh, honeypiecooking dot com. So that's cool. So we're gonna have somebody on on hand to judge uh, based on flavor. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great. You need one food critic and one rap critic. Exactly. Yeah. No, we've had and we've had, usually we have rappers. Now we're switching it up and having more like foodie people also in the mix. We had Schooly D was our first guest judge. Nice. Who? Schoolie D. He's a guy who does a rap on a uh, 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 Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, number really? one in the yeah. hood, G. That guy. Oh, that. And he, it's, that's about food. Yeah, that's about food. It's perfect. Yeah. That legit. You know, we don't mess around. But I mean, like, I, I think it'd be good because you could have the rapper saying, like, all oh, the way you rhymed potato and tomato was great. And then the food critic be like, those foods really don't go well together. Exactly. You really them you're, you're definitely nailing the whole je ne sais quoi of the thing. <laughs> Your performance was too salty. Too salty. <laughs> so what do you win? Just honor and glory? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> I always say, like, I'm going to take him to brunch or something and I forget. But I'm going to. One of these days. <laughs> You don't even have like a beat. Ooh, like yeah, a, beats are great. Oh, I beat. love beats. Oh, a literal beat. Yeah, I can give people a beat. Yes, yeah. that's good. Like on a gold chain. I just now realized that beat also means a different thing than food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's really clever. <laughs> so I, I think there's one thing that's missing from this show. Yeah, uh, and that that would be a beef. I think you need to have mm. a beef with somebody. Oh no, we do have a we have a game called roast beef squash beef. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we flip a coin, and based on where the coin lands, you either roast beef, which means you roast your opponent, you insult them, or you squash the beef, and you just mm-hmm. have, you have to say nice things about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's nothing but fun. It's it, pure, who, delicious who, fun. Who supplies the beats, like the, the music beats? Uh, well, what I've been doing, uh, and I don't know, fair use, I'm going to say, is uh, I've been just uh, pulling instrumentals off the internet. Of like popular hip hop and rap songs from the last, you know, three decades. Okay. And I use those because people especially love to hear somebody rapping about a hamburger to like a Jay Z song. You know what I mean? There's part of that is the charm. This is an incredible show. It's an incredible (laughs) show for sure. Yeah. But I feel like as the host, you need to have a beef with someone. Do you think so? Yeah. Who do you think I should start a beef with? I, I would say you should go after some sort of chef. Okay, like celebrity food yeah, DJ. Like if you want to go after Garces, like a- I'll get him. Wouldn't Steven Starr be the more like what take down Steven Starr? Like he's he's the big one. He's the big uh big fish, you know? I, I should go know. after him. Is this Steven Starr? He's an he iron it? chef? Yeah. 
Maybe I'll start a beef with both of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can never have too many beefs. Yeah. I'll just beef with restaurateurs. How, how do I, what do I say to them? How do you uh, diss well, you a restaurateur? Oh, the my God. Yeah, you go on Yelp. <laughs> Give them a one yeah, star. That's exactly what I do, oh, yeah. And write some bars and let them know. <laughs> yeah. I will up. roast them in rhyme on Yelp. Yeah. Oh, my go. gosh. That, that would be a great, like, intermission part. It's like, this is the beefs we started on Yelp. <laughs> Wolfgang Puck got slammed. <laughs> He's still not responding. No. That's right. Your, your chicken is dry. And I was really high, but I still didn't like it. Bye-bye. Right? See? I'm a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need just like parentheses. Please read to the tune of All About the <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, let me put some music on. Oh, this is hurtful. do 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 First things first, I'm the beefest. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. I'd have gone with grillist. Grillist? Oh, yeah. I'm the, you're so good at this. <laughs> first things first, I'm the grillist. Yeah, that's good. That's it. We're not I, to have you on the next show. No, I can't. He's an I, armchair cook rapper. Yeah, I'm Irish, which means I have no musical talent and no cooking talent. So neither of these things. Knowledge of potatoes. Yeah, I can boil. A, but you can burn in the sun. That's true. There's, it's yeah, it's like poetic, roasting. Right? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, the issue I have with this is I keep like thinking of ideas, and it's like, all right, there's the first line, something that rhymes. That's, yeah. Nah, quit. <laughs> quit. And then I'd fly away. He's <laughs> <laughs> so good at this if I could fly. Right. And then just drop a sack of beets. <laughs> just a burlap sack of beets. I misinterpreted why I'm here. <laughs> Flat, 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 What's he doing? <laughs> well, I'd be an armadillo, so I'd just roll up into a ball. <laughs> Where's he? All right. I guess he's done. <laughs> I like this fable. <laughs> Give it up for Spike, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just rolls an, yeah. an armadillo comedian rapper off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> to the tune of Big Papa. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. This isn't why they call me that. <laughs> Usually very funny. We like to geek out on this show. <laughs> we do it with the same call what you're watching, what you're reading, what you're playing. So we talk about what we're watching, and what we're reading, and what we're playing. I, I, first, I want to interrupt, and I just want to say, uh, what I think, what's the dealio? And I'm an armadillo. That's a really that's Ooh, already yeah. I'm just they gonna rap about obscure jokes I made on my podcast, and people are like what? <laughs> All right, now we can move on. Now that <laughs> yeah, I like that too. But, but again, I was like, "What's the dealio? I'm the armadillo." Exactly. Nope, fly away. Fly away. Arm, arma quesadilla. I gotta go. Uh, <laughs> burrito. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> fly back. Fly back. Fly back. Burrito. Ah, oh, crap. Never mind. Just kidding. All right, what we're watching? What we're yes. what we're? Tell Andrew you're new to the group. What are you watching? Well, I just uh, rewatched Never Ending Story uh, a couple really? weeks ago. Yeah. Which to see one? if it holds up. Aren't there... Are th- oh, there's, there's, oh, there is a two, isn't there? Two. Is there a two? And there's more than that, but there's two, like... No, there's, like, seven. What? Yeah, there's two, like, real ones. No, yeah. this is news to me. I just, yeah, they I made a bunch of, like, direct uh, uh, yeah. VHS sequels. Oh, the, man. the first one is the nothing, right? Yeah. yeah. Nothing yeah. is coming. Yeah, the second scary. one is my favorite because he goes into the world, yes. and that's when he makes wishes and he loses his memory. Yes, he loses his memory. Every and there's time. horrible nightmare monsters. Yes, because he he makes a wish to save a Treyu, 
And then Atreyu's like, thank you, your mom would be proud. He was like, who? They're like, no, why would he? He ruined everything. But, but you watched the, f- the first one. The first one, yeah. Which the nothing was also terrifying as a child. Totally terrifying, absolutely. I mean, that was, you know, I, I was a young Catholic. <laughs> um, so I was already horrified by the idea of, like, eternity, infinity. I, oh, yeah. I thought it was... Because I, because I would, I, I think very savvy as a young, not savvy is not the word, but like, as a kid, you can almost like, you can grasp these very like complicated concepts because you don't have this adult baggage. Yeah. So you pick, I picked up very quickly on the idea of like, all right, well, if you're, if the soul is eternal and you're around forever, what are you going to do forever? You know? Yeah. And, to, and that was like such like a crushing thing to me. Um, I mean, I was alternating between that and just imagining heaven as like a Taco Bell buffet. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, it's a but, good one, but right? Secretly a combination KFC. Yeah. <laughs> secretly a Taco Bell KFC. <laughs> Drop those bars. I'd uh, like butter bars. There's something there. <laughs> right. right. Uh, but yeah, so like I was already I was horrified by this idea of eternity. So the idea of like a nothing that took over definitely like you know resonated with me. It was it was really truly scary. Yeah. I am right there with you. I've always thought the idea of an afterlife to be terrifying no matter which direction i went i was like i'd really like an ending yeah like i need an end of the story i don't want to be like all right that that whole life thing that's going to be a tiny fraction of what is now floating on clouds See, i just i thought about this because i i read a book a while ago and it was about uh, uh a the singularity the ai singularity like artificial intelligence okay okay and it gets concerned for humans because it realizes we're all going to die and it's like oh no so it sucks up all human consciousness into the cloud wow okay and so people exist forever and can do you're in the matrix you can do whatever you want but the point of the book is that when you remove challenge from humans their lives become pointless yeah so everybody starts going insane and they try to like kill themselves but they can't and so it's like and then some people sign up to like, they're serial killers, and they sign up to just be tortured for a hundred years just to feel stuff. Like, it's a wow. messed up book. I could not relate to it, because I was like, I bet I could spend a long time just doing stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll go I'll go through all of human history as me, uh, and I'll do it as a black guy. That seems interesting. Uh, <laughs> then I'll do it you know, as, you know, we'll see what happens when the Nazis win World War II. Like, oh, it, there's so much stuff. I'm like, I oh, wonder what could happen. I saw the Amazon show. Yeah. <laughs> the man in the high castle. Yeah, yeah. But I could live through it. And then sure, when I'm yeah. bored, I'll just go do a new yeah. show. I would want to be a hot girl. Yeah, I'd do that yeah. for a while. Yeah, I'd do that for Good. a while, be a hot girl. At first, I thought you said hawk girl, and I'd also oh, yeah, want to be, be a, a hawk girl. Yeah, a winged, yeah, a winged, an attractive, and desirable, woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you say you can do anything, but like, I know, I, know I want that... people to pay attention to me, and that's still a challenge in this world. Because they're yeah. now they can do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Pay attention to me. I have a joke. But you about could just make people to pay attention to you. Like, I don't care if they're robots. Uh, that's true. That's true. In a world where I could do whatever I want, I feel like Eternity doesn't scare uh, me. If there... it's like Eternity in like a white room where you're floating, that's a nightmare. Yeah. How does that's comedy a... work in the Matrix? Do you have open mics in the Matrix? That's true. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you, do you still only get three minutes? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Or do you have an eternity and you're like, uh, I only got 15, I can't, uh-oh. Did I get the light yet? You never get the light. <laughs> you never get the light. That would be hell. That is horrible. They're just laughing at everything. I thought I wanted it, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a episode. That's yeah. good. 
my fantasy's crumbling apart. You can actually do all those jokes where you fly at the end, though. <laughs> <laughs> How do we get on this tangent? The never-ending story. Never-ending story. Uh, no, eternity. That's right. Well, I do know that the sixth issue, issue episode, movie of the never-ending story, the plot was Sebastian reads the book, goes to the world, and then some bullies find it, and they're like, ooh, maybe we can use this book to do stuff to it. That was the trailer to that movie. Wow. I'm going to see if I can find that trailer. I'll put they, a link were they the still live action? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Same Falcor puppet, never fixed. Just getting oh more gangly. He dies. And Fal- yeah, Falcor was definitely like a god figure to me when I was a kid, oh, yeah. for mm-hmm. sure. Definitely like, I wanted Falcor to be like my dad, you know? <laughs> yeah. He's a flying magic dragon thing. That's amazing. <laughs> now I gotta go back so, and watch it. So how about you, Will? What have you been watching? Uh, a lot of stuff. Uh, I just watched uh, The Night Before. Oh, the, the Seth Rogen movie. It was really good. I heard it was good. It was funny. Yeah. I like, and I loved, uh, I don't know his name, the dude that was in Boardwalk Empire. Uh, Steve Buscemi? No, no. <laughs> he plays the, like, IRS agent or the Internal Revenue. Who was he okay. in The Night Before? He's the pot dealer slash angel oh. spirit guide. Yeah. Yeah. I spoiled it a little bit, and I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, everyone. I'll cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's, he's really funny. Yeah, I mean, the girl from Workaholics is his wife. Right? Yeah, Jillian something. Uh, Mindy Kaling's in it. James Franco shows up. Of course, it's of course. Seth Rogen. Yeah, it's got a a very big cast. I heard it was wonderful. I just I didn't see Falcons it. in it. I don't know his name. Oh, from Captain, Captain America. America. <laughs> That's pretty solid cast. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad it was good. I need to. Is it on the Netflix yet? No, I got it from a red box. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, keep, Seth out. Rogen keeps making, he'll make like a terrible movie and then everybody's like, I hate Seth Rogen. Then he makes this one and no one goes to see it. I don't think he's made that many terrible movies, to be honest. Mm. I like Seth Rogen. Observant Report was garbage. Yeah, I didn't like that. Oh, yeah, I didn't see Observant Report. Are you no. kidding me? No way. Yeah, you skipped that one. Paul Blart came out and was like, oh, this genre is going to be <laughs> terrible. Let's not even look at this. <laughs> oh. uh, go, go see it. Uh, I watched, uh, a friend of mine for my birthday got me, uh, an extreme pro wrestling DVD. And it's one of those, like, King of the Death match, like, <laughs> piles of glass matches that they what? have. Oh, it's insane. Like, in the corner, like, through all the matches is just a bed of nails <laughs> that they just have set up that they run into and stuff. <laughs> and it's all stuff that, like, if it happened in the WWE, it would end the match. It's like, oh, he fell into the thumbtacks. It's over. Yeah. But no, they kick out and they have to go into the thumbtacks like six or seven more times and then wrestle a match later that involves weed whack. What if you like, had geez. like a Swami character and he got thrown into the bed of nails, but it doesn't affect him at all? <laughs> See, this is the best part, is no one is a character other than just tough guy. Like, oh, no tough one's guy. being anything interesting instead of... They're so all there's just, no like soap no soap no. opera element to no, it at all. None huh. whatsoever. I don't know Other if I like that. That pukes every time you punch him. That was <laughs> a real character. He might have just been very drunk. Like, You're always puking. <laughs> oh. Okay, stop punching him. <laughs> that is not a cool superpower. But it has one of my favorite wrestlers in it. Uh-huh. His name is the Messiah. And the true story of this guy is one day he was sitting in his apartment and he got mugged 
and the muggers cut his thumb off. Like, that really happened. You get mugged by the Yakuza? I don't know why, but they <laughs> cut his thumb off. Huh. And he showed up the next day at this wrestling company and was like, I've lost a thumb. This, is, this isn't a disability. This is a challenge. And I will overcome it. And it was supposed to be like this big moment where everyone was going to cheer him. Yeah. Instead, everyone just made th- fun of him because he lost a thumb. Oh. And then he was the bad guy with one thumb. People are great. monsters. Well, now you know what you have to do next time you do the Chikara. Oh, uh, cut a thumb, thumb off. Yeah, <laughs> take that thumb off. Yeah, what do you need it for? <laughs> Texting. <Wrestling. laughs> yeah, choke slam. You got nothing. <laughs> it's like the most important part of the hand. <laughs> I, I think the jury is out on that. I mean, I don't know. Most important. It is the one thing that we have over most animals. So, yes. do, you, do you point with your thumb? I've never seen anybody point with it. Could. Oh, now you look like a politician. That's good. Obama does. Does the thumb point. Yeah, I guess you can't run for office if you don't have a thumb. Yeah, you're going to be unsettling. Dog shadow puppets. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, some dogs get their ears clipped, so you could do Mm. shadow puppets of dogs, uh, only of dogs with clipped ears. All right, you got me. Yeah, I'm just (laughs) opening up a whole world of possibilities for that guy who got his thumb cut off by a mugger. That doesn't sound... (laughs) You know what? I'm really caught on that first part of the story. A mugger. Yeah. That seems like a lot of trouble. I'm sure that, that sounds personal. Because he, first he's got to get like buzzed up. <laughs> Who is it? Not a mugger. Huh? Like, you, you have to really get somebody to hold still. Yeah. To get their thumb off. You know, it's almost like you'd want a vice and like a saw. You, you can't just with like a pocket knife yeah, get somebody's thumb off. It's a long process. Yeah. Especially if they don't, you know, if they want to keep the thumb. I mean, when you're dealing with someone who wants to cut your thumb off, chances are it's not like when the cops show up, you're going to be like, here's a description of them. <laughs> like, there's clearly something he left out of this story. Yeah, it sounds like a death. Like, I was just sitting here reading the Bible, <laughs> and these guys showed up, and they're like, give me your thumb. And I was like, no, but they took it anyway. I think he's a mouthy Yakuza uh, enforcer. Yeah. It's, it's quite possible. Yeah. Ran his I mean, mouth, you know, lost his thumb. You know, I used to feel bad for, for this guy. Now I don't feel so yeah, bad. Yeah, I think there's yeah. something here. I think he's a bad person. <laughs> Based off the tragedy that's befallen, <laughs> I'm going to say you had it coming. This is just a... <laughs> well, what was he wearing? You know what I mean? <laughs> not gloves. <laughs> not gloves. Not thick gloves. <laughs> uh, uh, what have you been reading? What have I been reading? Yes. Oh, I just read two uh, histories of stand-up comedy. I, wrote, I read We Killed, a history of women in stand-up comedy, because I'm a female stand-up comedian. And, huh. uh, and, and I read uh, Comedy at the Edge, which is, a, which is a history of stand-up comedy in the 1970s. Okay. Yeah. Any fun facts you could share? Any tidbits? Fun facts. Oh, my God. Um, actually, I have a fun apocryphal story that is from neither of those books, but it's one of my favorite stories of, of comedy, and it's about David Cross's SNL audition. <laughs> okay. So the story goes that David Cross had an audition to be on Saturday Night Live, and what he did with his time was he got on stage and he just sang 99 bottles of beer on the wall <laughs> until everybody left the room. <laughs> and that's how he treated that huge opportunity, which I thought was like... Who do you think he was trying to irritate with that? (laughs) I bet it was the audience. (laughs) Lorne Michaels. And society. (laughs) (laughs) And what he didn't know is when Lorne Michaels left, he said, if he keeps singing after everyone's left, we'll hire him. (laughs) I stopped! (laughs) No! To Mr. Show with you! (laughs) Like, watching... uh, 
audition for SNL is one of the most surreal things. Yeah. Because it's celebrities trying really, really hard, and no one is laughing. And, like, uh, what's his name? Who was Goat Boy? Oh, Dana Carvey? No, 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 no. 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 It was uh, the guy who always looks stoned, Jim Brewer. Yeah. Jim Brewer. I watched his, and you're required to do X amount of impressions and characters Mm -hmm. in your audition. And he did, like, Bugs. He's like, this is a beetle. That's amazing. Until that night, they're like, oh, we got that beetle sketch. Yeah. Uh, call that guy back. He could fly. <laughs> do, do, wait, do you guys do any impressions? Can you guys do any celebrity um, impressions? I, well, character-wise, I do Brad. Bad open mic Brad. <laughs> right, sure. My terrible. Uh, last week, we both tried to do Jimmy Stewart. And they were and both we terrible. We yeah. <laughs> Shattered my reality. I used to tell people I could do Lando Calrissian, and I realized all I could do is say his name poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Lando Calrissian. Yeah, after last week, I'm scared to no. say any because now it'll do them terrible. No. Impressions are not my wheelhouse. No. I I do. Uh, I can do an, uh, an impression of Seth Rogen's laugh, and I can also do Chewbacca, but they're they're very similar. <laughs> okay. So Seth Rogen's live is like ho 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 ho. That's what Seth Rogen sounds like, and then Chewbacca is like a right, and they're very like they're both like Chewie. I can do Meatwad doing other people. Ooh, yeah, do that. Or what does my set of spiders look like? Just your dead brain. That's good. That's it. I like that. I'm not. I'm nope. not doing anything. <laughs> no. Come on, Noah, do your little dance. Do your little dance. Come on. No, I don't want to. Do it like I taught you. Do it like we practiced. I don't want to. <laughs> did you? Uh, fine, I ask, fly away. Did you gain any insight from uh, the the other book? The the women's book. Oh, we yeah. killed. Yeah, I didn't well, want to call it that. So it's well, it was funny to have like there was this whole book about you know the history of women in stand up, and then in the history of you know in comedy on the on the edge, the guy devotes like a chapter to women in comedy and he's like just uh-huh. really it, he's it, the thing about like women. a history yeah, <laughs> yeah there were some yeah basically that's what the chapter yeah. on, on women was like oh there were some women and if they were funnier I guess they would have been famous that's like essentially like wow. the tone of that chapter <laughs> never mind well cause I maybe like a year ago listened to Amy Schumer on uh Pete Holmes's podcast uh-huh. uh, you and, made it weird yeah and just the stuff she said she kinda went on this uh like I don't wanna call it a rant a justified complaint about the things <laughs> she always hears. Yeah, an explanation of how she gets treated sometimes just mm-hmm. doing road stuff. And someone was like, oh, I've done that to female comics and I will not do that again. <laughs> like, just, like, they get, they always get introduced as a lady comic yeah. and they yes. just, the way they're referred to. And the, and I stopped doing stuff, some of the things, because of that. Yeah. And I was I like, I'm a see. monster. I yeah, think the, brought the, in your perspective. Yeah, yeah. My worst sin, I'll confess, when, when it comes to, uh, bringing a woman to the stage. There was this joke in Philly. Female comedians were comedians, which was like the, I guess, equivalent to like waiter and waitress. It was right. comedian and comedian. Sure. So it was like ironic. And uh, I got up there and I said, I don't like the term comedian. I think that's unfair. I don't think we should call them that. Your next comediatrix. That's <laughs> the exact word I thought of. Comediatrix. <laughs> I did that to Carolyn Busey. She almost killed me. <laughs> yeah, just treat people equally. Who yeah, knew? exactly. Who knew yeah. that's what we should do as comics? Because there's this great thing I read, which was uh, 
a woman giving a man advice in comedy, and it was just like all the stereotypes flipped. Uh, where it was like, uh, if there's more than one man on your show, discuss with him which one's going to be the pretty one. <laughs> Don't worry, there will never be a time where there's more than two women or two, more than yeah. two men booked on a show. When you come to the stage, the host is going to make a joke about having sex with you. Just deal with it. Ugh. That's just what happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're just joshing around. Cringe. Remember, you're a novelty act. (laughs) You're going to get placed in the middle to mix things up. Uh Yeah, yeah, we do that. We should probably fix our lives. (laughs) You run uh, Laughs on Philly, and you were just talking about how there are zero women in your group. Yeah, yeah. To to take the pressure off of me and put it on you again. (laughs) Absolutely. We we were talking in the car on the way. Yeah, why don't you do more to help society? (laughs) (laughs) Flap, 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 flap. <laughs> beats, 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 beats. That was him dropping beats. Yeah. <laughs> Purple vegetables. <laughs> Roots. <if you> yeah. <laughs> Which is also the name of a hip hop group. <laughs> Man, food oh, the and music. They go yeah. together, yeah. Just like the number of accidental puns we had. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so where are we in the show? Will, what are you reading? I think that's what, what am I listening to? Oh, no. No. Uh, no. John Oliver finally brought back his podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, he's he had he did it forever ago before he was even on The Daily Show in England, and he kept doing it like once a week for years and years, and then the second season of his show, he just he couldn't. Yeah. Apparently, his show like kills him. It's Yeah. And he does one half an hour a week. Yeah, but no commercial nonstop. That's yeah, I know, and he does a lot. He does so much research because he yeah. just he picks one topic and tears it apart. But he he finally brought back the podcast. They're going to do it once a month now, and this one was just him talking about legal actions with Donald Trump. Yeah, because he's done a couple of like Trump things, and apparently each time they have to deal with like a whole lawsuit. And then he gets, he freaks out because he's used to being a poor comic. And then HBO is like, don't, don't worry about this. <laughs> We're made out of money. <laughs> we make Game of Thrones. Yeah. What is he going to do? <laughs> yeah. And then he, he just did a thing with, uh, the Drumpf, Donald Drumpf. Did you hear any of that? Oh, yeah. Because that was his actual his family name. Yeah. And he's very concerned because there has no, been no, nothing from his lawyers. And he's worried that he's so sure he'll be president that drones will solve this problem. <laughs> Did you hear that there's a $4 million campaign to get Donald Trump to show us his penis? Wow. They will Pass. donate $4 million to charity. If Oh, no, back- it should be to him. He's not going to do it for charity. What a mistake. Well, that's the amount of money Donald Trump said he would donate to charity if Obama showed, like, his... Oh, birth certificate. But but because he said that in a a political debate that his penis works amazingly, he's like, well, then we need to see it. We wouldn't have asked if you hadn't brought it up. And had any other candidate brought it up, we would be this curious as well. (laughs) I think college humor's doing it. Uh, what about you? What are you reading? Yeah. Listening uh, to? I've been reading House of Leaves. Oh boy. Are you familiar with House of Leaves? No, no, I don't. Ha- I'm not. House of Leaves is a book that's supposed to make you go crazy as you read it. What? Yes. How's it working? Very well. Uh, it's written by like a crazy person who found a manuscript and then like scribbled notes on top of it. Yeah, it's 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 a crazy book. And uh, each chapter is very difficult to get through just because, like, things will be written in wrong directions and things like that. So it's rough. Wow. And uh, 
what I've, I've been needing to do is, like, do a little bit of research after I finish a chapter. Like, it's like, did I miss anything? Like, I'm, I'm not trying to find, like, spoilers, but it, there have been times where it's like, this page is important. I'll go back and I'll read that page. I'm now so far in the book that all the people that were writing that have given up, <laughs> so there's just nothing out there. Like, I've made it further than most people make it. In all House right. Yeah. And I think it's just because I don't retain well while I'm reading. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just skimming through, oh, like, good. the magic spells. So it's not staying making... with you and, and ruining you forever. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> that's like, good. it's so haunting. I'm like, was? <laughs> was it? Yeah, I guess that's kind of bothersome. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, he's covering his room with blood. Uh, yeah. <laughs> been there. But uh, I've been trying to read this book for, like, two years. Wow. So I've promised our listeners that I'll finish it. So I'm still working All on right. it. All right. So... I promise. Uh, so that throws it down to you. What have you been playing? Me playing? Yes. Oh, no, I don't, um, I don't do that. Not, not much of a gamer? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't play any games. No, None. no board games, no gambling. No, I just, I, I do, you know, I, I gamble with, uh, my life, my health, my safety. Mm-hmm. I get on a bicycle. That's, uh, that's kind of like playing. I guess. That's kind of like it is like a video game. I mean, it really is. It's like news. Was that news? Newsboy, Paperboy, Paperboy. Paper yeah. I used to play that on the NES. Or what was that? Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie. Oh, Bike Guy. Uh, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> he said it was great. It was good. Yeah. Was it called Bike Guy? Yeah, I think it was called Bike Guy. So, so no gambling, no, no, no long cons. I don't. Oh yeah. No, no long cons. Are Not you interested, anybody? <laughs> No musical. No. Oh, you know what I play? I play this um this game that I downloaded to my phone. It's called Grinder. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is a, a big game. gamble. <laughs> it is. It's also a gamble. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. <laughs> let let us swipe and right. Left, <laughs> no, I don't know. Do you swipe on you don't swipe on Grinder. No. How do you get no. rid of people? Uh, <laughs> why would you want to get rid of any of them? <laughs> you collect them all. That's the point. <laughs> It just lets you know who your date is. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to go with this guy. All right. I like the idea of like an app that like it, you don't swipe or select. You just get stuck. Yeah. It just you selects just somebody. You're like You're going on a date with this person. Oh, you're married. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, how progressive, Grinder? Uh, a buddy of mine had a blind date one, and it would like, you would talk to the person, and then you would agree on a location. And then it would send you like a pixelized, like, like not pixelized, but like their picture and then like mixed up. So you Ooh. saw all the features, but not, not them put together. Intrigue. So like when you got there, you had to be like, oh, there, there they are. But it turns out it wasn't very successful because it was a bunch of people going, there they are. Nope. They're <laughs> not sure what I look like. It's time for me to nope. leave. <laughs> So yeah, so good good luck with the grinder. Thank you. Will, what have you been playing? Uh I downloaded a game every Xbox does the free game a month thing. Right. Two free games now, I think. Uh I downloaded a game called Sticks. S T Y X. And it is Assassin's Creed if you were a goblin. Oh, I actually own this game. I've never played it. It sounds awesome and the concept is cool. I have a hard time because it, it's a, fa- a fantasy world. Your standard orcs, goblins, elves, but they change stuff. And it, when it comes to fam, like if you're gonna change stuff, you better do it well. They half-assed it, and it really hurts really the like didn't. world. And he's it's weird, like he's a little foul Like they almost try to do like a Deadpool. Okay, but, but they again they half-assed it, so it's just like that poor attempt. Like 
not quite curse words, and like he says, "Damn, how edgy." <laughs> so it's disappointing. I, it's not enough. Like, there's nothing interesting. I, the concept's cool, but I don't have a reason to keep playing. I don't care. Gotcha. I mean, I hate stealth games anyway, so I was probably yeah. never gonna play that game. I don't. I'm that like I need a reason to play a game. Like I need a hook. That's why I can't play Dark Souls because it's just yeah, it exists to be challenging. But at least like go save the princess or kill this guy that killed your family. Like something. Like just here, play this game. We made it. Eh, nah. No, thank you. No. Sorry. Sorry, sticks. I I've been playing the Mighty Jill off. The what? Go on. Yes. Uh, basically, I had this idea that uh, I, w- I wanted to play a bunch of really hard video games, and uh, Jill Off is a character from Meat Boy, like a hidden character. I was like, oh, let me play this game. And uh, the plot is, uh, I'm going to say this as delicately as I can, uh, you play as Jill Off the Slave, uh, and uh, you were asked to uh, worship your mistress Boots. And then you give them a kiss, and you weren't supposed to do that. Oh. So, since you were greedy, she kicks you out of the tower, yep. and you have to climb the tower again. Oh. Uh, so, it's just this weird... See, that's a hook. It's yeah. Like a, <laughs> it's the whole game. It's like a BDSM theme. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, so, like, you play as Jill. She's this, as described in the game, chubby lesbian. And you're in this like leather cat suit. I love it. And uh, <laughs> the like the hook of the game is she has air brakes, yes. so you can jump and then you can kind of like float down slowly. I, I played kind of as her in Meat Boy sometimes. Yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, I haven't beat it yet. And then I read that you were supposed to be able to beat it in 12 minutes. Huh. Uh, I haven't, as wow. it turns out. So <laughs> it's very difficult. <laughs> and then if you if you beat it, you get the hardcore mode. Which is supposed to be able to be beaten in nine it's minutes. Just a regular mode with no safe word. Well, when you hit escape, it says escape is your uh, safe <laughs> word. Are you sure you want to stop? <laughs> and then they made a new one called Jill Off with one hand. <laughs> Subtle. Oh, Nobody heard good. that. We're fine. I like that. <laughs> uh, so that's going to do it for what you watch and what you read and what you're playing. Woo! We end all of our podcasts with a game, and it's time to play a game. It's time for host versus guest versus audience. This week, I'm putting up Teenagers from Mars. This is a fantastic comic book about comic books that knows it's a comic book. Uh, I thought it was a Turtles, Biker Mice from Mars crossover. No, I'm sorry. That's so sad. But uh, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, it's black and white. It's There's a girl that knows that she's a pixie dream girl. It's fun. And it's about how people don't understand how comics are good things. Party. So, that's what we're putting up. Alejandro, what are you putting up? Oh, I'm putting... I, I purchased a uh, comic book here, and it was buy one, <laughs> get one. So I got Buffy the Vampire Slayer, The Long Way Home. Really excited about that. Is that um, David Borealis? Uh, with the eye patch? That's no, that's Xander. That's Xander oh. looking very... You say, eye patch is a good look for David yeah. Borealis. So since it was buy one, get one, I, I, I got a free one, so I'm giving away... A free comic free book from, oh. from so just, right here. Just to clarify, you were not putting up Buffy. No, 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 no. Oh. Okay. Buffy is going. She's coming home with me. That's a long <laughs> way home. It's this Fishtown, Philadelphia. <laughs> but but you can still buy Buffy with the free one. So one free comic book and teenagers from Mars. We need an audience member to play host versus guest versus audience, but they need to put up a prize for us to win. 
since we put up these amazing prizes, what did you guys bring this week? I, I see VHS copies of Pokemon and Digimon. Fantastic. And I see bean, oh, the, is those the Harry Potter beans that like taste gross? That's exciting. Any other takers? Any other takers? All right, so Alejandro, as our guest, okay. the choice is yours. Would you like to play for the VHS tapes or the jelly beans? Oh. Oh, my gosh. This is a really hard... <laughs> Rock in a hard place. Uh, because I, I once tore the videotape out of a, like a tape, a VHS tape, and I used it as a purse. And those are really... It looked really cool. I'd like to do that again. Could you fit a lot of stuff in there? Well, I don't have a VHS player. I'm sure they're... Uh, did I what? Did you, can you fit a lot of no, stuff? No, you can't put there? anything. But can you fit anything in any purse, really? <laughs> you can't put anything in you idiot. <laughs> it's a purse. What do you think it's for? <laughs> to put stuff in? Are you crazy? Uh, no, I'm going to go for the jelly beans. I'm going to go for the jelly beans. Because I want, I want two very 90s things. Hello. Hello, introduce yourself, audience member, please. I'm Laura. I brought magic beans. Thank you for the magic beans, Laura. <laughs> uh, these we aren't. have to eat these during the show. So we're going to play a game called Reddit Says. Alejandro, are you familiar with the hit website Reddit? Yes, I am. Well, I went on to ask Reddit, and I wrote down one of their questions, and I have the top ten responses to that Ask Reddit question. All right. So it kind of works like Family Feud here. You want to get the number one answer. All right. So everyone will get a chance to answer every question. Uh, We'll start with Laura on the first one. Hack Abibi asks, who is by far? The most powerful fictional character without superpowers. Oh, without superpowers. I was going to say Dumbledore, but that's not... I was going to go Jesus. You know what? With Reddit, uh, you just said Jesus. That's probably the answer you're going to want to go with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he definitely he's at least three superpowers. We could all pick an aspect of the Christian God and go with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is actually really hard. Uh, Mario. Mario. I guess he doesn't start with superpowers. Doesn't doesn't he, Batman not have superpowers? Oh. Yeah, you're gonna steal my. I I argue that he does, but I Technically, money is not a superpower. Yeah, but he's like omniscient. He shouldn't know all the things he knows without. I'm sorry, he's what? <laughs> omniscient. Omniscient. <laughs> Isn't that that means you are aware of omniscient? Omniscient. Is that one of the evil fairies in Sleeping Beauty? No, I yeah, I like it better anyway. I, Thank I like you. It's a better word. <laughs> Will, what is your answer? <laughs> Oh, did you take Batman? Uh, most powerful. Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> oh. Interesting choice. All right. I've already forgotten what I said. Jesus. Jesus. No, number 10 is Syndrome from The Incredibles. Uh. Number 9 is Robin. Oh. All right. Really? So Batman's probably going to be on this list. Number 8 is Frank Underwood. Oh. Oh, power. Yeah. Who? I get it. Who's oh, Frank Underwood? God. House that of Cards. House of Cards? That's what I thought. Like Luther's gonna be on this list. Number seven's the Punisher. Mm. Number six is my dad. <laughs> uh, number five is Andrew Wigan. Oh, mm. Ender's Game. Oh, Ender's Game. Okay. Read a uh, book, guys. <laughs> I watched the movie. Fair enough. Number four is Satami. I don't know who Satami is. Who is that? Oh, okay, oh, I have not watched. Man. Oh, he doesn't have so. a power. I thought his power was. Being a one-punch man, mm, I don't know. Right, debatable, debatable. Yeah, this it's random on, list on it's Reddit, Reddit has some it's problems. <laughs> Number three is Minecraft. I don't know who Minecraft is. Minecraft? Minecraft. Oh, that's Minecraft Sherlock Holmes' Holmes brother. brother. Oh, <laughs> damn. Close, but no cigar. <laughs> uh, Number two is Dayman. Mm-hmm. Fighter of the Nightman. Oh. Fighter of the Nightman. 
Master and number one is Batman. Boom. Yay. So that is he 10 points it. to Alejandro. Power. And Alejandro, we're going to start with you on this one. Okay. Open up my heart again asks, what celebrity do you irrationally dislike? Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. Me, me personally or just Reddit? That was that. So what do you think Reddit responded with? I'm going to go Miley Cyrus. Okay. I was like, I don't know why people don't like her. So this is Reddit, so I'm going to pick a strong woman because oh. Reddit. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to say Amy Schumer. Ooh. Oh, yep. Right. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, number 10 is Rachel Ray. <laughs> <laughs> number 9 is Liam Dunham. Oh, I hate her. <laughs> no, number 8 is... Irrationally. Number 8 yeah, is really a tie do. between Sean Penn and Dennis Quaid. Okay. Huh. I don't know why. Uh, number 7 is Jennifer Lawrence. Aww. Wow, looking at this list, Laura really nailed the All women. <laughs> number 6 is Aria Grande. Oh, I hate her too. <laughs> number 5 is Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> Number four is Beyonce. No. Oh. Number three is Amy Schumer. Boom. Nice. So that is good for s- seven points. Nah. No. Seven, yes. No. Eight points. Kay. Eight points. Your system's nah. confusing. Uh, number two is Pitbull. <laughs> and number one is Megan Trainer. Wow. Oh, my God. I hate Megan Trainer. Oh, so do I, yeah. <laughs> I see your lies. Your lips are moving. I don't hate any of those yeah, she people. can't be all about that bass, no trouble. The singing part is treble. Her no. singing, that's making trigger. No, right? you know what? Yeah, but I, I, I don't find it irrational because it's like, oh, value your bodies. Men still like bigger women. Oh, your yeah. body is still valuable as a sex object. <laughs> All right, now we can really start the feminist podcast that I came here to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wanna, I think I think tattoos did way more in <laughs> for women in uh, singing. You guys like tattoo? Oh, all the things she said, all the things she said, went through my head, went through my head. This is a comedy show. I'm not going to go like, woo, when you mention something. (laughs) (laughs) They were real lesbians. Were they really Canadian? (laughs) They were Russian. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) The walls are closing That's like Europe's Canada, though. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) Communido? Yeah. (laughs) Fresh Nadia. Well, we're going to start with you on this. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. Smidge asks, what is something everyone does, but everyone does differently? Mm. That's tough. It's Reddit, and now I am tempted to say hate women. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, tie your shoe. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. It's Reddit, so I'm going to go gross. I feel like everybody would upvote using the bathroom. Using the bathroom? That was a nice way of saying it. (laughs) Or just, like, pooping. Do I get points if it's just pooping? Okay. (laughs) Oh, then I'm going to go with masturbating, then. Yeah, that's a good one. Damn it. Good Good guess. Think like the neck beard. Uh, Number (laughs) 10 is breaking. Not sure if they mean driving or dancing, Mm -hmm. but breaking. Breaking. Uh, Number 9 is singing the beginning of the circle of life from The Lion King. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Everybody does do that different. The Swahili oh. translation to that is literally, oh yes, a lion. There is a lion. It's <laughs> <laughs> my one fun fact. Uh, number eight is shower. Number seven is brush your teeth. Number six is eat. Number five is walk. Four is dry yourself. It's true. Uh, three is wash dishes. I don't know who on Reddit's washing dishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Some people yell at their mom. Yeah, differently. Some people yell at their girlfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Two is handwriting, and one is sleep. Wow, 
And the well, the explanation was, uh, I sleep on my back. My brother yeah. sleeps on his side. My girlfriend that's, sleeps around. That's a very PG uh, list <laughs> for Reddit. Yeah, surprisingly, surprisingly. However, with ten points, that means Alejandro is our winner. Give it up, Alejandro. Right, thank you so much for coming up here and uh, giving us your jelly beans. Uh, Alejandro, if it's okay with you, uh, can we all eat one? Absolutely. Let, oh, yeah. gross. Everybody should eat one of these disgusting jelly beans. Nope. Right. Mm. I mean, They're look, your problem now. Laura's leaving, unfortunately, so she's not going to take part in this. I still have this to Don't give look up. At the, no, just, I want to read oh, the, the, gonna, the, the info right key. Now. I'm just going to blindly You're grab gonna, one. Oh, where are you going? You bought the jelly beans. You should eat one. Right, I'm, I'm eating one now. I'm eating wow. one now. I can't believe you're not joining. What happened to Feminist Solidarity? Nothing gross can be blue, right? I'm uh, pretty sure. I'm, it's just going to be the grossest of all. Oh, I think mine's coconut. Uh, <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Ew, disgusting. Oh, God. Oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, God. I'm so scared. All right. I'm going to go with it. Oh, my God. This one has pink. Uh, don't pink pick of color. Just grab one. Can I like mine the Cinnamon? That's not bad. No, not the bad. bag smells. The bag, I can smell the bag. <laughs> toothpaste. I got toothpaste. <laughs> uh, not so bad. Yeah. I think I got stinky socks. Oh, oh he's got a winner. Savory. <laughs> <laughs> Alejandro, we got to get out of here. Anything you want to plug? The next Eat Your Beats uh, is going to be on March 25th. Uh, go to goodcomedy.com for tickets. That's it. What, where, where is it? Oh, um... It's at a new location. That's why I didn't say the venue. It's on 15th and Spruce, but I uh, but I forget the name of it. It's somewhere new. All right, information is in the links below. Will anything to add? Uh, beats is a double entendre for both the musical beat and the vegetable. <laughs> Thank fly, you. Fly, 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 fly. <laughs> no, roll, roll, <laughs> roll. Be sure to give us five stars on iTunes, five stars on Stitcher. Vote for us on PodcastLand.com. Make us the podcast of the month. Upcoming shows include uh, next week, the 21st, uh, we are going to have uh, the incredible Shrinking Matt and Jackie yes. on the show. <laughs> oh, you fans of those? Oh my god, yeah, they're great. I don't know who's going to be here on the 28th, the 4th, or the 11th, but on the 18th, musical comedian Shelly Snyder will be on the show. So that'll be a fantastic show, and I'm sure there'll be great shows in between as well. And as always, we would like to th- thank... Ben Affleck for making the show possible and running over Will with a forklift. This has been the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you guys so much. Hey, 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 hey.